0: morning. Well, nope. good afternoon, everyone. This is Farley Martin with Biblical Principles for Inner Healing, dropping in on you guys this Sunday evening, September 18, 2021. It's 4.53 p.m. in the Dallas, Texas area. Again, thank you guys so much for popping in. Today, I dropped in to talk about understanding the will of God. How do we understand the will of God? Well, we're getting ready to jump in in just a moment, but you know what we do first. First, we must pray. Father, we just thank you for being in the middle of us, in the midst of us, Father God. For Holy Spirit, you are the teacher, Lord God. You are a teacher. You are the spirit of truth, and you are the one who reveals your truth to us And Father, God, I ask as as we begin to dig in your word, Father, that you would water us. For you say that you water those who are thirsty. For those that hunger and thirst after righteousness, Father, you say you will fill us. So anoint my lips of clay, Father, so I can say what you want me to say. So I can anoint my eyes so I can see what you want me to see, my ears so I can hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, Father, as we dive into your word to that day. This minute, this moment, this second, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Again, today we're getting ready to start talking about how to discern, how to know the will of God. Now, we all want to know that. We all want to know how to discern the will of God. Well, first of all, we cannot know the will of God without knowing the word of God. Because John 1 and 1 tells us that in the beginning was the word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. I said all that to simply say that God in his word is one. So we cannot know the will of God without knowing the Word of God. Now we and this is why the devil fights us so hard on getting in the Word of God and spending time with the Word of God. He wants to keep us away. If he can keep us away from the word of God, he can keep us from knowing the will of God. Right? So we know that we God and his word is one. So we cannot know the will of God without knowing the word of God. Okay, let's go on further. Romans 10, 9 and 10. It goes a little deeper and tells us a little more. Romans 10, 9 and 10. It tells us, it teaches us, it says, um if you... Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Romans. I'm sorry. That's Romans 8. Romans 8, 1 and 2. I'm so sorry. Romans 8, 1 and 2. It tells us, right, we have to uh, renew our mind, got to change our way of thinking to change our way of, of believing, to change our way of living. The word of God, once again, is the will of God. So Romans 12, 1 and 2 tells us uh, to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord and be not conformed to the world, but be ye transformed, guess what, by the renewing of your mind so that um what is the will of God? Let me read the English standard. Romans 12 and 2, it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. That by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So we can't know the will of God without knowing the Word of God, without renewing our mind to the ways of God. When we renew our mind to the Word of God, then we will be able to discern and to distinguish what's good, what's acceptable, and, per- and what's perfect. According to God, I hear people pray sometimes like, um, Lord, you know, let your will be done. Okay. And that's good. But when we, when we know what the word is, then we can know what the will is. It healing is the children bread. So it's always God's will that we be healed. And uh, I'm going to have to tell some of you like this. When the word is not working, it's always something on our side because the word is already finished. It's already complete. When we're reading the word, it's already been done. Everything that we read about what Jesus did, it's already been done. Jesus said it's finished, meaning it's already been done. It's over. It's a done deal. It's been settled in heaven and both in earth. So in order to know the will of God... We have got to know the word of God. What is the counsel of God concerning your situation? The word of God tells us in Proverbs. He tells us, he said, lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways. Acknowledge God and he will direct, do what? He will uh, direct your path. So lean not to your own understanding. Proverbs 3, um, 5 and 6. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will make straight your path. So what we need to do here, He's telling us, He's telling us. How many of you know that the word, there isn't a promise attached to our obedience and that the word of God is like a two-part contract. So in verse 5, He's telling us what to do. You know, I tell you, I said, you know what, when you find the word, Look for the verb, right? Because the verb is going to tell us what our part is. Because faith without works is dead. And a lot of times we know what the word says, but we don't know what the works are. But the works are our corresponding actions. The, our actions are going to go along with what the word is telling us to do. The word of God is to instruct us. They're instructions. They're, it's our life manual. And it's teaching us how to live according to. Uh, to daily life, right? So it tells us here, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will make straight your path. Right? So when we trust in the Lord with all our heart and we do not lean to our own understanding, in other words, when we don't try to figure it out on our own, His promise to us is... As we acknowledge him in all our ways, his promise to us is that he will make straight our path. He will direct our path or uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge God and he will direct your path. King James Version tells us, right? So in order to know the word of God, the way of God, the will of God, we must be willing to what acknowledge God. Right. So when we know what the word of God says concerning our situation, in other words, when we know the counsel of God, we know the will of God and we'll have the understanding of God, then we can pray what he say. Lord, you said that by Jesus stripes, we were healed, meaning it's already done. It's already finished. We're not trying to get something that we already got. He's saying that by Jesus stripes, you were healed, meaning it's already done. It's a done deal. It's already finished. Now, I need for you to believe that it's already done and it's already finished. In other words, Jesus already did it. He took those stripes on his back so that we could be made healed. He took those bruises Uh He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him so we can have peace. Okay. God is our peace. The Bible tells us that God is our peace and that the peace that he gives us, the world did not give us, that the peace that God gives us is past all understanding and it will not cover our hearts and it covers our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So God gives us the peace that passes all understanding, right? So peace comes from God. We have to know. So we want peace. The world can't give us peace. And real peace don't come from our situations or our circumstances. I'm talking about real peace. I'm talking about the peace that's on the inside, that peace that covers our heart and mind in Christ Jesus, the peace that passes all understanding. I'm talking about the peace that you have in the midst of your storm. And you can't even figure out why you having peace, how you having calmness in your chaos. God's peace can give you calmness in the midst of your chaos. Do you believe that? He can give you peace in the middle of your, your chaos. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. And all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your path. Right? This is what he's telling us. This is what he's, he's telling us. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge God and he will direct your path. He says, "Um, My son, be attentive to my words. Incline your ears to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart for they are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all uh, of them Vigilance, for from it flows the springs of life. Put away from you crooked speech and put a devious talk far from you. Let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. Ponder the path of your feet then all your ways will be sure. Do not swerve to the right or to the left. Turn your foot away from evil. So um, in order to be able to do all this stuff I said, it's in Proverbs. That's in Proverbs. um, We must Proverbs four and twenty. We must be able to keep be attentive to His Word, because when we are incline our ears to His saying, pay attention to what God said. Read His Word and pay attention to what it says. And then when we read His Word, pay attention to what it says. And then we do what it says. We don't allow it to escape from our sight. We don't forget what it says. And we keep his word in our heart. Um, It's going to bring life to our body and healing to our flesh. The word of God is the power of God under salvation. Acknowledge God in all your ways and he will direct your path. Lean not to your own understanding. It goes on to to say, you know, depart from evil. Do not be wise in your own eyes, but fear the Lord. Quit trying to figure it out. God don't want us trying to figure out anything. Because when we start figuring stuff out, that's when without the counsel of God, without the word of God, and without knowing the will of God, that's when we start getting off into stuff we ain't got no business getting off into. Because we're trying to figure it out. We're trying to figure it out on our own. What, God, what it is that God is telling us and asking us to do. He said, lean not to your own understanding. I don't want you trying to figure it out. I already have it figured out. So we want to know the will of God. Lord, if it's your will. Well, we can know if it's the Lord's will. If we'll look in his word. And then know this too, that God leads by way of peace. He is not a uh, Unstable. He's not confused about what he say. God leads by way of peace. The Bible say that a double it's a double minded man, that's unstable in all his ways. So when you find yourself flip flopping, going back and forth, the question I like to ask you is when you make a decision. What decision do you get peace when you make that decision? In other words, when you're deciding, trying to decide, do I go or do I stay? Do I go? Well, if you say you're gonna stay and you have more peace when you say you're gonna stay, then that's what you need to do. You need to stay because God leads by way of peace. The Lord is our shepherd, right? Let's look at Psalms 23. A lot of a lot of us know it, but for real, we really don't know it. It's more like a traditional thing than, a, uh, than anything. It's not about, we just can't memorize the word. It's not enough to know the word. We actually have to become doers of the word. We have to do what we know. The Bible tells us, Psalms 23 English Standard, he said, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. That's peaceful, quiet, still. There's no raging seas. There's no storms. Everything is still. He leads us by still waters. He leads us to a peaceful place. He makes me lie down in green pastures, okay? That's plentiful. Green pastures. This is a good place. This is not an evil place. Green pastures. That's a wealthy place. That's a good place. And because the Lord is our shepherd, he's saying, you don't have to want for anything because, because the Lord is our shepherd. He makes us to lie down in green pastures, green pastures, a place of plenty, a place of, of, of wealth, of resources. It's a green pasture. And he leads me beside still water, a place of calmness, a place of peace. So if the Lord is leading you to the Lord is your shepherd, if we will allow the Lord to shepherd us, he can lead us into green pastures. He can lead us beside still waters. He can restore our soul if we will allow him to shepherd us. Will you allow the Lord to shepherd you? He said the Lord is my shepherd just because he's our shepherd we as sheep must allow the Lord to shepherd us. To know the will of God, first and foremost, we must accept His Son, Jesus Christ. For Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the light. So to know the will of God, we must accept His Son, Jesus Christ. I am. Jesus said, I am the way the truth, and the life. So to follow to follow after Christ's way, we have to know what the Word of God says. Whose voice are you listening to? And whose voice is leading you? The Word of God tells us that those who are the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. Who are the sons of God Those who are the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. To know the the will of God is to be led by the Spirit of God. We have to know that God is good in order to know. uh, When we're following good, we're following God. Every good and acceptable gift comes down from the Father. Uh, Okay? So Jesus tells us in John 10, 10, he says, uh, it's the thief who cometh not, but to steal, kill, and destroy. Uh, But I am the good shepherd, and I come that you might have life, and life more abundantly. So if it's killing, stealing, and destroying, that's not the will of God, that's not the way of God. Okay? So to know the will of God, we must know the word of God. To know the will of God, we must... must, uh, have a relationship with God to know the will of God. We must know, um, what's the counsel of God to, uh, concerning the situation to know the will of God. We must ask, ha- have the no have wisdom from God to know, uh, what to do in the situation that we're in. Um, to understand the will of God, we must ask God for his wisdom. He tell us to ask him for his wisdom and that he will give it to us, uh, And he will not correct and rebuke us for asking him um, for his wisdom to know how to do what he's asked us to do. I guess a question I would want to ask you, too, is do you know how to do what you know? Because a lot of times we know a lot of Bible verses, but we don't know how to do what we know. How many of you know that? For the Bible tells us, Romans 8, 14, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. So when you know you cannot be led by the spirit of God, if we don't know the will of God, if we don't know the word of God, if we don't know, if we don't know the word of God, we're not going to know the will of God. And if we don't know the will of God, we're not going to have the wisdom of God. Um, So he tells us to lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways, acknowledge him and he would direct our path. So uh, when we don't know the will of God, we pray and ask God to show us his way. God leads by way of peace. I'm getting ready to end it here. You guys, thank you again for joining in on my podcast. Um, Arthur Pearlie Martin, Biblical Principles for Inner Healing. Make sure um, we spend time today finding out what the will of God has to say about concerning the issue Uh, circumstances that you're facing in your life. Maybe you need to know what the will of God is concerning your marriage. Well, find out what the word of God says about marriage. Maybe you need to know what the will of God is concerning finances. Find out what the word of God is saying about finances. What is the God? The word of God is the will of God. If it kills, steal and destroy, that's not the will of God. That's not the way of God. For God is a healer, not a killer. He told us in 1 Peter 2, 24, For by Jesus' stripes you were healed already, meaning um, that we're already healed. So uh, as believers, we're called to walk by faith. But in order to walk by faith, we got to know what God's word say, right? Because the Bible tells us that faith cometh by hearing in Romans and hearing by the word of God. Once again, God and his word is one. God, uh, God and his God's word is his bond. God um, watches over his own word to perform it. God's word will not return void unto us. This is how we can pray in confidence. When we pray the word of God, know that we're praying the perfect will of God. If you want to pray the perfect will of God, pray the word of God. Also praying in the Holy Spirit is praying the will of God because we don't know how to pray as we ought. Bible tells us so when we pray in the Holy Spirit and pray in tongues the Holy Spirit prays through us the perfect will of God because no man no man knows the spirit except the spirit so when we're praying in the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit is praying through us the perfect will of God so if you want to know the perfect will of God pray the word of God because God will is his word we don't have to be ignorant of the will of God. The Bible says uh, uh, my people, God says my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. One translation says my people are destroyed because they don't know me. So when we don't know the will of God, we'll end up calling good evil and evil good. We got to know the word of God to know the will of God, to know the way of God. Okay? So spend time getting, spending time getting to know God by spending time um, in his word, seeking his face and asking him, Father, what is the will of God concerning this situation and this circumstance. I'm getting ready to end it here. You guys be blessed. Be so encouraged. Keep looking for the good in your day so you can see God's goodness all throughout this wonderful, wonderful day. Be blessed. Be so encouraged. And I'm getting ready to end it here. And again, find out what God's words say and you'll find out what his will is concerning that situation. Um, no man knows that the, the counsel of God is the word of God. So um, he tells us, blessed is the man who sits not in the seat of the ungodly. Um, who don't take counsel, in other words, from ungodly people. Uh, we need to take counsel from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our counselor. He's our comforter. He's our advocate. He's our teacher. Um, we have an auction from the Holy One as believers that knows all things. The Holy Spirit is our teacher. His job is to teach us what the will, what the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God is concerning that situation and circumstances. So you don't have to be tossed to and fro, trying to wonder and figure out, do I need to do this or don't I need to do that? If it's against, if, if it's contrary to what God's words say, then it's not God's will. Okay, it's not really complicated. Okay, so if I have a husband and I want a boyfriend, then that's not the will of God because that's against God. Okay. I just use that for illustration because I know that's something we can all identify with. Okay, um, God is good. Okay, and every good and perfect gift comes from God. So if if what what I'm doing is contrary to what God is saying, automatically we know that that's not the will of God. And as a born again believer, you should we should feel conviction when we go against what He's saying because um, the Holy Spirit, Jesus said, I didn't come to condemn the world, but to convict or convince the world of their sins to know that they are in need of a savior. So he chastised those that he loved. If when you're born again for real, you should feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit. You should feel some type of conviction. You shouldn't feel able, you shouldn't be able to feel comfortable living in sin, living a lifestyle. I said a lifestyle that's contrary to who he is. Um, to know the will of God, we have to knowing the will of God will call us to walk in fellowship with God. Um, Jesus said, if you say you have fellowship, fellowship with me, if you say you have fellowship with me and still walk in darkness, you are a liar and the truth is not in you. This is what he says. Now, we know that sanctification and transformation is a process. However, uh, he's talking about uh, lifestyle here. He's not talking about falling down and getting back up. First John 1 and 6, I'm just going to, I'm just the interpreter. I'm just going to say what what the word says here. It says, uh, New King James Version, 1 John 1 6 says, If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. Why is this? Because it went to fellowship with God means to, I walk in agreement with God. You can't walk have fellowship with God without walking in agreement with Him. Amos three and three says, "How can two walk together, except they both agree?" Okay, so to have fellowship or walk in fellowship with someone, you have to walk in agreement with them. Okay, so God, His Word is one. So when we are be- walking in obedience to God's Word, we're living according to His will. So I like to tell people. Don't get overwhelmed about tomorrow. Jesus says, "Seek first the kingdom of God and His His righteousness. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you." We don't there's we don't have to worry about the things of this world. What we're going to eat, drink, or wear. Um, Jesus said, "Tomorrow has enough worries of its own." So um, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. I uh, know what the will of God is when you. And then i find out what the Word of God says. Act on it. And then you're going to be in the will of God. <laughs> Every day that we do what God say, we have fulfilled His will for our lives for that day. Don't get off into tomorrow because tomorrow's not yet. It's one day at a time, okay? Because you don't have faith for tomorrow, so just go on and live in the right now. Live in what's right now, Okay? the will of God. The will of God is not that we worry. That's why he tells us in First Peter, uh, I believe it's 224 or 5, Cash 5 cast your cares. Let me look it up. Cast your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you. So God does not want us to worry. First Peter 5, 7, cast your anxieties on him because he cares for us, right? Or cast your fear, care, cares, worries, fears, and cares upon the Lord, Uh, because He cares for us. So we know that worry, anxiety, and fear is not uh, according to God's will, right? Because He tells us to cast them upon Him. Okay, so He doesn't want us to fear. He said, God did not give us a spirit of fear, 1 Timothy 5, 7, but power, love, and a sound mind. So uh, being fearful and afraid is not God's will for us. Being sick is not God's will for us. Uh, Being poor is not God's will for us. The Bible says he gives us the power to get the wealth, right? We have everything that pertains to life and godliness living on the inside of us. We have the greater one on the inside. This is why we say greater is he that's within me than he that's in the world. So if you want to know the will of God, um, just follow the word of God. And and then um, that's how we walk in fellowship with God. And also our obedience to God proves our love for God. So I like to say, I can tell how much I love God by how much I um, obey God, right? So that's how, That's those are just a few ways to know the will of God. That the, You have to know the word of God to know the will of God because God and his word is one, first John, one and one, right? We have to know, um, um, we have to have a relationship with God first of all, right? And to be led by God, to be led by the spirit of God, we have to uh, know the word of God because we have to, to, in order to know his good, acceptable and perfect will, we have to renew our mind again to the word of God. Um, before we can know the will of God or even follow do the will of God, we have to be um, able to be led by the spirit of God. But in order to be led by the spirit of God, again, everything goes back to knowing what the will of God is. It's so important that we know what the will of God is, especially in these end times um, so the devil won't be able to trick us because even the elect will be deceived. We cannot call good evil and evil good, okay? So harden not your heart. Keep your heart sensitive to the word of God, to the way of God, to the will of God. Um, be sensitive to the conviction of God because when we can just live a life, that's, and I said a lifestyle that's contrary to the word of God, to the will of God, and to the way of God, and we feel no conviction, that's a sign of a hard heart. But Jesus says, if you say you have fellowship with me, first John one, six, and you still walk in darkness, then you are lying the truth and you do not practice the truth. Again, he's talking about living a lifestyle. We're living a lifestyle of sin, but we say we, we can't say we walk in fellowship with him. If we live a lifestyle, I'm not talking about falling down and getting up. Okay. Cause we all fall down. None of us is perfect. And sanctification is a process. So it's so important that when we do fall down, that we get back up and then we find out what did I do? How did the devil trick me out of the truth? Or Lord, what is it? Cause he said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Lord, what is your will concerning this situation? Cause in order to get out of the wilderness, we're going to have to know what the will is, right? I'm getting ready to end here again. This time you guys be blessed. You guys be so encouraged. Um, and remind, uh, remember that the word of God is the will of God, that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Spend time in the word of God. When you're spending time in the word of God, know that you're spending time with God. And when we say we don't have time for God, the word of God, we're saying we don't have time for God. OK, so spend time in the word of God. Spend time praying, spend time praising, spend time worshiping and I'm. Um, He will reveal to you his perfect will. Um, We don't have to be uh, unsure, unstable or wishy-washy. All we have to do is follow the way that leads to peace. When you make a decision and you have peace, that's the decision you stick with. Okay, God is not the author of confusion. Father, we just thank you for leading, guiding and directing our footsteps as we come to you today. Acknowledge you in all our ways, Lord God. Um, We give you all the glory, we give you all the honor, and we give you all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And you guys, please share this podcast, uh, Understanding um, the Will of God, How to Find the Will of God. Okay? I'm ending it here. If you guys like to donate to us, please hit that Donate button. Um, All proceeds go to our nonprofit. We care. Um, Donate there to help us for our, our our disaster relief for Ida. Hurricane Ida in Louisiana. Okay, um, we're planning on taking a uh, taking a trip there and uh, having a clothes giveaway, hygiene, whatever it is you would like to donate to us. Um, visit our website, WeCare1966.us, and follow us on our Facebook page, WeCare. You guys be so blessed, be encouraged, and once again, keep looking for the good in your day so you can see God's goodness all throughout this wonderful, wonderful day.